Greetings fellow shoppers, it's October 12th, 2022, and this is the Old Mill Shop. We have over 100 years of wonderful recorded music out there, so why do most people listen to the same 100 songs? Like the treasures on the shelves of a thrift shop, there are so many great songs out there waiting for us to find. Let's find those treasures together. I am David Rankin, and this is the Old Mill Shop. Before we get to the albums of the month, uh, we want to extend our sympathies to the family of Angela Lansbury, who passed away during the previous week. While not a pop singer, she has had quite an influence in the hearts and minds of lots of people through her singing on Disney films. So we wish to express our gratitude and our loss to her family. Now, we have two albums of the month this week that we want to talk about. The first is uh, Lindsey Sterling with Snow Waltz. Lindsey now has a professional contract, but started her career as an independent artist through one of the um, TV shows and worked her way through YouTube and up the ranks of independent music before getting a uh, major record contract. She has made holiday albums a staple of her repertoire. This album does not disappoint. Her first release from this album includes a very nice video that has a very Nightmare Before Christmas feel. The 1800s included a strong tradition of scary stories and nightmare stories in Christmas that uh, we've lost in the subsequent years. So to see kind of a mix of the scary and the holidays are very fascinating. Holiday albums used to be the last resort of a band that basically had run out of ideas. They would say, well, we can't think of anything else to do. Let's do a Christmas album. So I'm glad that Lindsey Sterling and Pentatonix have both embraced the genre and put out strong holiday albums. And speaking of pentatonics, they're also out with a Christmas album, Holidays Around the World, which will be out uh, October 28th. Both Lindsey Sterling and pentatonics are uh, touring, although Lindsey Sterling is staying on the West Coast. pentatonics will be on the East Coast as well, and I'm hoping that I can catch them when they come to my town this year. Other albums of note that you may want to to catch uh, this coming month. The Cure is releasing their 30th anniversary of The Wish. Mark Knopfler is re-releasing his studio albums 2009 to 2018 in a collection. The Vince uh, Guardia Trio is releasing the super deluxe version of a Charlie Brown Christmas special album. I don't know how many versions of that album you can release. It's been 50 years and there were only... There was only 30 minutes of the whole special. I don't know how many extra songs they can come up with. But hey, Linus and Lucy is an important song for the holiday tradition. Download it and give her a check. John Mellencamp is releasing a new mix of Scarecrow. Bruce Springsteen has a new album, Only the Strong Survive. And most importantly, we all must listen to the 25th anniversary re-release of Spice World by the Spice Girls. Before I get to the two-for-one special, let me summarize our uh, 
offerings for the Music Minute this week. We had all Old Lang Syne by Guy Lombardi. We had I'm Gonna Be 500 Miles by The Pretenders. We had Suddenly I See by K.T. Tungstall. We had Glasgow Central by Billy Conley. And we had Bungle in the Jungle by Jeff Rotel. Next week's Music Minutes are going to be rock and ice themed. Uh, we have footage from my trip to Iceland and an, an extra piece of footage of Edinburgh Castle that we want to be able to share. Unfortunately, I was not able to collect a significant number of Icelandic English songs to share. I consider that a mistake on my part and I'm hoping that the next time I go I can stay longer and enjoy the trip more and focus on getting some music from Iceland, not just from Scotland. But for the two-for-one special uh, today, we want to talk about Gary Cinnamon's Belter. Gary Cinnamon is a fairly young musician from Glasgow. Uh, he's only 38 this year. He has made a strong success of being an independent artist and not accepted a music contract from any of the major record labels. He's set quite a few venue records for independent musicians playing at specific venues. The album that Belter comes from is an incredible album. And this freedom of not having to answer to the record company means that Gary is able to use his accent and his regional dialect, including words like Belter, which are Glasgow slang. Belter is a superlative that is the superlative. You're not just beautiful, you're the most beautiful. You're not just handsome, you're the most handsome. It's not just good, it's the best. She's not just got a body, she's got the brick house. She's the tops. She's the cream of the crop, etc. This is a song that, that I could have imagined uh, Eric Clapton playing in his uh, unplugged days, or even now, about love. Gary has figured out that he loves this beautiful woman, but he's not sure he can trust her, and he's not sure she loves him, and she's not sure that it's worth the trouble of loving her back. I can understand that. I've had one belter in my life. I've had the perfect woman for me, and I've had a few close misses. This song has joined my toolbox of love songs right up there with Layla, with some of the best of Roy Orbison songs, even though Gary can't sing like Roy, but no one can sing like Roy. This is one of the better love songs I've heard in some time. So take a listen to Belter by Gary Cinnamon. found or refound your favorite band. Maybe they're an older band that's run the course. They've had their top hits. They're still producing an album every now and then and you you want to support them. Or they're just four guys with instruments down at the corner bar that you know are going to take off and you want to try to 
give them as much of a push as you can come up with. But you're obviously not rich and can't just throw money at them. So what can we do as normal, ordinary fans to help our band get a little bit ahead, both financially and emotionally? So first, financially. The number one thing we need to do is if we buy merchandise for the band, we need to buy from the legitimate store, preferably the online store from the band, or a concession stand, or clothing stand by the band at a show. Most merchandise that is hawked by people just walking around the show is uh, forged. So you're not helping the band, you're helping someone who just printed some t-shirts. If you're buying band merchandise from Amazon, Amazon's getting the retail profit. The band, at most, is getting some residuals off the designs. Let's pick uh, Bonnie Ray. We're going to go to her website and go to her merchandise store. For Lindsey Sterling, she's got a large merchandise store. ACDC, uh, Kiss, etc. They all have their own merchandise stores online. Uh, if they're a little band in the corner... I bet they've still got some t-shirts or some CDs or something in a stack that they'll sell you and that money goes straight to them. The second thing is attend the concert or attend the show. Bands don't get as much money as you'd think off the show. They don't get 100% of the profit. They either are getting paid to show up or they'll pass the hat and take donations during the show for for the really low end play play Sunday evening at five kind of shows. But if you don't show up, they, they don't have your money. So you gotta pick a show, pay for the ticket, pay for the don't scalp the ticket. Get the ticket online from t- from the legitimate vendor or from uh, from a retail uh, shop that will like StubHub that will make sure it's a legitimate ticket. Attend the show, attend the concert, pay your money. If you're out and it's a busking environment like Edinburgh Fringe or just uh, some kind of festival, and you've got a, a band set up on the corner. You're obviously not taking tickets, but throw some money in the hat. I'm a big fan. If you're going to some kind of festival, go to the bank and get a roll of $1 coins for the U.S. Or for Britain, get some pound coins. Or in the Eurozone, get some Euro coins, etc. Dropping one or two $1 coins is a lot less conspicuous than getting your into your wallet every time they still spin the same way so go around and if someone's got their violin out or got their guitar drop a dollar or two in the next thing you can do is you can buy music directly from the artist if they have a record deal then normally much of the money would go to the uh, label and the retail profit is going to someone else But if the artist is selling the music, they're getting the retail money. If they're an independent label, they've probably made the whole thing and they're getting everything but the cost. Also, look at getting digital downloads instead of physical CDs. Uh, Sometimes the artist, it costs an artist significantly less to give you a digital download than giving you a CD. Sometimes it's not. Uh, When I went to uh, my uh, busking opportunities in uh, Edinburgh. Um, I'll show you 
a digital download ticket that I received that I bought, and all the overhead was probably the piece of paper. But then I was a sucker and went back and bought his CD anyway because I remembered I collect CDs and wanted his CD for my collection. And finally, if nothing else, you have Apple Music and Spotify. I like Bonnie Raitt, and I haven't been able to buy every single one of her albums. But the albums I'm missing... For my collection for that I've bought on CDs, I have downloaded those from Apple Music. Yes, she maybe only got 30 or 40 cents from those, but that's 30 or 40 cents she didn't have before. And it adds up. If 10,000 of us do it, that's at least a trip to Denny's. We can support if you get quite a few people to do a little bit. That adds up for people. And finally, for emotionally, share the music. Get someone else to listen. Show a YouTube video and get another listen. Share a Spotify link. Find one more person who listens to the music and watches it. That's all. That's the way we share the love. We share the music. And on that happy note, that brings us to the end of today's The Old Mill Shop. Take care and we'll see you next week. Please come back for the next episode of The Old Mill Shop. Thanks to Apple for use of the Samantha voice. Thanks to Zapsplat at www.zapsplat.com for theme song and incidental music. Copyright David W. Rankin Jr. DBA The Old Mill Shop Music Experience.